The holidays are doubly important this year, so make your celebrations doubly special. At Kroger, we've got a huge selection of high-quality meats on top of fresh, natural produce, like fresh, never-frozen prime-grade beef and our Simple Truth organic Brussels sprouts, or delicious king crab legs with our private selection gourmet potatoes. Whew, had to say that doubly fast. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. Rank brains. <laughs> I knew you were going to start that way. Yeah, I had to. It's the Halloween edition. <laughs> Except it's after Halloween by the time it airs. I know, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> we're not taken seriously anyway. <laughs> now, when you start a show like that, no, <laughs> it's amazing how like that zombie theme has taken off. Eh? I can't turn a corner like being a gamer without seeing a, a new zombie game or zombification of this game, where it's an add-on to make it. Uh, it's ridiculous. Anyway. Well, it's come full circle, you know, because I mean, I think I think Walking Dead really made the difference and made it come. You know, it peaked because of Walking Dead, but now there's a, the Ash versus Evil Dead is a television series, right? So the the original Evil Dead stuff, and I don't think that was the very first one, but it's like one of the one of the top two original zombie type movies is Evil Dead, and now it's back full circle, and there's an Evil Dead TV series. Yeah, Night of the Living Dead was the first one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Night of the Living Dead was one of the first ones. Evil Dead was like very the best very, comp parody. <laughs> yeah. That is one of the best movies. If you haven't seen Evil Dead, you oh got to see God. Evil Dead. The Army of Darkness is my favorite one. <laughs> yeah, Army of Darkness is a sequel to Evil Dead, but it is rocks. <laughs> sequel to Evil Dead too. <laughs> okay, good point, good point. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, school me on my geek mistakes. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. Anyway, but the cool I thing about seen the TV that. Is it actually on the air yet, the TV show? Yeah, but the cool thing about it is Bruce Campbell stars in it. So it's the same guy that starred in the movies, stars in the yeah, TV show. Well, yeah, yeah, he's always been, I mean, I love him, but he's always been technically a B actor. He's been in very few. Oh, yeah, been, absolutely. Yeah. So it was pretty, really pretty easy to get him on it. Like, yeah, I'll do it again. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen him at conventions and stuff. He's always trying to, to get a buck somehow, so. <laughs> good for him. He's, he's got a good sense of humor, too, so. Well, what is Rank Brain? It's a lame name is what it is, according to the notes here. <laughs> it, is. it should be more impressive. I was trying to think of, like, what would be a better name? I mean, come on, Google. Rank brain, really? Should be like Poseidon. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Give it a Greek god name. Yes. You know, yes. I, I, want the, I want the Dionysus algorithm. Dionysus, yes. the Greek party you've god. Got, yeah, you, you've got the you've got the uh, the atmosphere I'm looking for here. Yeah, it's it's got to be something impressive. Rank brain is about the most basic lame name I've ever heard. Anyway, whatever. So let's let's so for those of you who are nerds, heard this shit, they'd be sci-fi freaks. They'd be all into making it something really impressive. 
I know. Uh, I know. If they were smart, they would have done a movie tie-in and made it something to do with Star Wars. And then people would be really talking about it. <laughs> yes. Yes. First time they'd be sued because they're yeah. Google and everyone wants to sue yeah. Google. <laughs> Listen to me telling Sega, if the people at Google were smart. <laughs> <laughs> so Rank Brain is essentially, uh, was it Gary Isles that announced it? It was the Bloomberg article, I think, where it came from, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, maybe yeah. maybe it was. I, I saw Gary Owls, of course, that's who I follow, post it, but I, I guess so, yeah. Um, anyways, it is... So tell people what it is. All right, so we all know from from all the copious shows you've listened to, <laughs> SEO 101, that algorithms are what make the search engines work, and especially Google has great many algorithms. They all have different purposes. They all add up to the results that you see in the search. Well, Rank Brain, they, they've... They, everyone sort of guessed that something like this was at least on the, being made, never mind actually being applied and had been running for a while. It is an artificial intelligence that, and I quote this, a large fraction of search results is being crunched through this algorithm and, and essentially the system. And, and it's having a major effect on, on the rankings. They've actually proven that it has a better chance of properly categorizing, labeling. Ranking. Uh, I read ranking. 10% better chance of uh, ranking a page 10% better than the human people. So if, if they gave a list of, of pages and said rank these in orders, this algorithm does it 10% better than humans does do. But, but the, the, the thing I was trying to get at was that it's not just a normal ranking. It's something that a, a person didn't quite know about and had to figure out. Yeah then RankBrain did a better job of, of determining it using its algorithms of where it should fit. Because mm-hmm. it, it can actually understand the, the relations of the words. It's, it's, it's like the ultimate semantic algorithm. You're going to get David Harry yelling at you. You keep talking that way. Semantic is a word. <laughs> I know. It's, it's fair. Well, you, you put semantic and indexing anywhere together close uh-huh. and he, gets, he goes on a tangent. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Shut the door to Nebraska. We don't want anyone charging in. Um, anyways, what are your thoughts on Rank Brain there? So I think this is really either an update or this is Hummingbird, right? Because that's exactly what Hummingbird was doing, understanding the queries better. That's exactly what this Rank Brain thing is supposed to do. Right. And the evolution the, of it. Yeah, the evolution of it. And I think Search Engine Land has an article on this. And one of the things they said in the, the all you need to know about it is they say there's bunches of algorithms, like you just said, but they said the main algorithm is Hummingbird, which I'm not sure I agree with. Right. But I do think that this one is, you know, based on what it's decided to do, really, really ties closely with what Hummingbird does, understanding the query better. Right. And it makes a lot it makes a lot of sense. And and we know Hummingbird is going on for a while. They say this has been in place for a while. So it ties in really closely, I think, for me. But what gets me is like you said, it's it's there to help understand when they're not sure what's going on. So this Bloomberg article actually updated some information I've been using. At first I said it was 18%. Then in like a year and a half ago, a guy from Google told me, no, it's 16%. The Bloomberg article came in and said, now it's 15%. So 15% of all the, the, the queries that Google gets, it's never seen before. 
that's where this does much, much better than humans. If they've never seen the query before, this I hate I even hate calling it rank brain, but this new algorithm or Hummingbird Plus, you know, does a much better job of understanding where it fits than a human can 10% of the time. So I'm interested in this. I think it's the very beginning of where this is going. I think there's some huge possibilities and implications of an algorithm that self-learns. If you saw the last Terminator movie, you know where I'm going with this. Uh, <laughs> I haven't watched it. I've got it, I've got it ready to watch. So I've got to watch it. Yeah. All right. I won't, I won't, no, no spoilers then, but this ties <laughs> very closely into the last Terminator movie. If anybody hasn't seen it, go watch it. If you have, you know what I'm talking about. Now, to give you an idea of what 15% counts for, it's four, so 15% of, of queries not being seen before, that's 450 million queries per day that rank brain is being used for, <laughs> or at least a good portion of that is reviewed by RankBrain. Really, I think what made this news is, first of all, they were able to say that this is something they're using. But I think really what prompted the nerd release here is that it is now doing a better job than humans, which is like the holy grail to Google. Yeah, absolutely. That's, I mean, that alone is what makes this news, in my opinion. Well, that and the fact that I've always said if anybody has a shot at developing a real artificial intelligence, something that can pass, which is the Turing test, is that the name of it? Yeah, if anything, anybody has a shot, it's Google. It just depends on they have to figure out a reason why they need to do it or want to do it. Oh, no, no, no. They don't need a reason why. They've already hired Greg Kurzweil. They are doing it. They're just yeah. not telling us how much they're doing. He's like the fanatic of artificial intelligence. Well, but this There's is, no one this, more fanatical, I don't think. But, but, but this is the first time we've seen it emerge in yes, real, real products publicly, something that's actually happening and being used on a daily basis by billions of people. And it's been this way for a year or more. Is it a year or more they've had this live? Oh, actually, that part I don't know. It's, it's um, been a while. I can't remember that part here. And I don't I see been, it immediately scanning it. Yeah, I think I read so it was close. To, it's, it's been around as long or close to when Hummingbird was launched. So that's why I tie it kind of close to that. Mm -hmm. Well, it's certainly interesting. I think that it's very good news for Google. It certainly uh, shows that there is a real future in, in artificial intelligence and search. We've all kind of, well, I think everyone in the industry has known that that's the future. It's just pretty interesting to see where they are now. So that's, that's, that was pretty cool. Yeah. But before we jump into the next part here, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. 
also light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Internet Marketing Inc. designs fully integrated digital programs that improve brand experiences and grow businesses through valuable data insights and strategy across all types of media. Paid, owned, and earned. Their digital experts nimbly adapt strategy by providing you a comprehensive view of your brand's online audience and program performance. If you are looking for a data-driven approach to online marketing and advertising, call Internet Marketing Inc. today at 866-563-0620 or visit internetmarketinginc.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Google Webmaster, you put WMC, so what are you, what are you picking here? W, Webmaster Console or Google Search Console or Google I, Webmaster I, Tools? I didn't put that in there. It would have been Webmaster Tools. <laughs> <laughs> Who the heck did that? Must have been Brasco when he, was, when he wasn't napping. <laughs> um, poor Brasco. Okay, so we gotta we gotta give him a hard time. We hardly ever do. He deserves yeah, it. He does. He does. He does. Yeah, it's all in love. Okay, so tell me about this. I think since I didn't put this in there, I'm pretty sure. I know I read today that they've kind of doubled down on the the mobile redirects and that they're going after people who are doing those kind of sneaky mobile redirects to try to switch content at the, for the mobile users. Whether you're doing it on purpose or not, you're still going to get busted for this potential penalties, potential ranking downgrades. I read that this afternoon. and I'm, Honestly, since I didn't add this to our list, double checking to see if that's exactly what it is. Okay. So I'll read it to you. It's from Search Engine Land. Barry Schwartz wrote this. this is, and and I'll, the, you know, the, the synopsis of it is actually pretty much sums it up well. Quote, unquote, after warning webmasters in early 2014 about sneaky mobile directs, Google now says it will issue manual actions, but also offers advice on how to clean up the unwanted redirects. And this is an article on Search Engine Land, and it gets into some of the details of what Google's concerned about here. And essentially what's, what's happening is if you go to a website that's, let's say, a desktop URL, but in that desktop URL, you're a redirect to a mobile version, and, it, and you send people to this mobile version, but it doesn't happen to be the same. It's real unrelated. Well, here, here's Google's exact description of what this is. All right, I'm, on Google's po- okay. I'm, on, I'm on Google's post right now. They said, these are cases where webmasters knowingly decide to put into place redirection rules for their mobile users. This is typically a webmaster guidelines violations, and we do take manual actions against if when it harms Google user experience. Things include advertising schemes that redirect mobile users, specifically mobile redirects as a result of a site being a target of a hacking. So those kind of those are those are the two examples they give and a kind of vague overall description of what they're talking about. Yeah. I think it's not a surprise. I mean, for how long has it been important that redirects are valid and are going to the same content if there's if there's any I mean, any, anyway, I'm surprised that they have to say they're gonna have a manual action. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're trying to fake people out. It's right against their guidelines. This is at the <laughs> core of Google's guidelines. Do not mess with them. 
I think the important part there here is that it's also tied to hacking. If your site gets hacked and they inject these redirects and you don't even know it, it's not your fault, you're not responsible, well, you are responsible. you got to clean that up, and they're going to pull you out of the index until you do. Well, and that's fair. I mean, they've always done that for any kind of malware. But that, yep. And that is somewhat of a, I guess, quote-unquote manual action. I don't really know whether that is. But to me, a manual action is stickier. If you did this on purpose oh, yeah. and they can determine that, that to me is like, that's the scary form of manual action. That's the type that makes me just shiver because that's the one that's going to take a lot to work your way out of. Whereas with malware, we work on, on if anyone out there ever gets hacked, needs some help, that's one thing we've been doing. Ironically on the side, and this is sort of blossomed a little more work than we expected, but we're helping people with their virus, their hacked sites. And as soon as we finish that, we do this, the standard submission to Google saying, hey, it's fixed. They're fast. Within a day, those sites are back up again, and there's no, quote-unquote, long-term manual action. So that's good. That is good. Yeah, it's really, really good. All right. You put this one here, too. I, I missed this one. No, Big I, tags. I, breaking this, news. Uh, again, this is, this is, <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is a Brasco edition. He's, he's throwing curveballs at us today because we're, oh. <laughs> since, since we're teasing him about his taking a nap during our show last week. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna get, he's just going to get it worse now. This is actually kind of interesting. Um, Bing is doing something where when their video results, especially if you have like a, a universe result where there's a, a cluster of videos in the organic search results, they're actually tagging the videos on top of the thumbnail if it's new, if it's if it's new to their search result, if it's a breaking news, if something's coming up and there's a lot of content being created on the same topic, they're tagging the videos visually that it's a new video, which is interesting from a couple of perspectives for me. One, it means that it's going to get better a better engagement because it's got that that visual tag that is new, but it also means that if there's a lot of content coming out at the same time on the same topic, let's say the example they use in the article is the earthquake in Afghanistan. A lot of people are going to put videos up. They come out all the time. You're going to know that your videos, when you post them, are going to be labeled new, but I guess I don't know yet it, how long that new label stays. Is it new for your particular visit visitor? Is it new to Bing or is it new to you? Yeah, what it comes down to know. is, okay, it's interesting, but do we need to really know more? No, it's Bing. <laughs> <laughs> you're, so, you're so mean. <laughs> uh, I just love it. Teasing Bing uh, is so easy. And I want to re re well, reference okay. that. It is because they're also serving these through Yahoo as well for now. So oh. there. All right, fine. I, I still I must really <laughs> tell you this story again. I've told it before, but it's just so fun. The first that the Bing party when they released, we were at, in Seattle. We went to the, the Bing party. They had the computer set up. They had engineers that used the computer, and they wanted to show us a, a wonderful experience of Bing. And and I thought, well, okay, can you type something in? I want to see if this shows up. I mean, I'm wondering if you guys can be what would, what do they call it? Google bombing. I wanted to see if this shows up. And so type in Bing sucks. First thing was Bing. <laughs> it's, it's a brand search. Of course they're going to do well on their own brand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that engineer, man, did he go pale. Oh, it was, uh, it was that's good. I mean, I didn't have anything against Bing at that time. It was just Dude, You should have searched for search engine and see where they ranked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I actually... Don't get me wrong. I actually appreciate Bing. I'm very happy there's competition out there, and they do a good job in many areas. But I do love ribbing them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. We got some uh, – oh, actually, before we go to our break, I want to talk about an interview that the 
Okay, what's the show? SEM Synergy did, and that's with the host Bruce Clay. He interviewed Rand Fishkin about Moz and his new disavow tool. Can you tell us a little more about that, John? Yeah, I've been looking at it a little bit. It's a it's a new website. I believe it's disavowtool.com. Basically, it's a crowdsourcing tool where you sign up and you upload your disavow file into their database. So thousands of people have already uploaded their disavow files. And basically, he's doing data crunching around all these URLs that are being disavowed, all these different sites. You can go in and you can compare your disavow file to other people's disavow files. I even believe you can compare your backlink list to the disavow thing to see if there's ones in there you need to be disavowing that you're not. Um, you can see if your site's being disavowed by other people. It's kind of interesting concept. I, I'm just... You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit stairsapp.com today. Starting to dig into it, but um, what did they say in the interview? I didn't get a chance to listen to the interview on Bruce's show with Rand on it. Did you no, hear it? No, I didn't either. I just wanted to call attention to it. It's something that yeah. uh, Roscoe had mentioned it was a good one, so I'm sure it is. Check it out. Uh, yeah, if, Rand if always it, has some interesting points, and yeah, I'm, any, I'm sure this is a great idea. I mean, he's to me, he's like the master of pulling a community together, so I think it'd be really interesting to see what kind of crowdsourced info they get out of this. I think that too many people will get all reactional about the fact that their site's being disavowed. It doesn't harm your site. Google has said that. It has nothing to do with your site. I mean, obviously, if everyone was disavowing your site, they'd probably wonder why, but if they haven't already detected why, it's pretty likely it's just they're going to ignore it. Yeah, and even if you do get disavowed, like you said, it's it's a percentage of the links. If you are linking to 100 sites and 95 of them disavow you, that's a problem. If you're linking to 100 sites and two of them disavow you, you can easily just ignore that. Yeah. Right? I mean, we get constant requests to remove links from our site. I'm like, oh, yeah, we do too. Nuts? I mean, it, mine's not as bad as yours. I can't even imagine why they'd want them off a new site. It's like, what are you thinking? I mean, they really are just throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Oh, yeah, it is. It's ridiculous. I, I look at it this way if someone asks me to disavow, I'm easily removing that link. Whether they want me to remove it or change it, what it's gone off my site. Because if they're asking me, that means they got a problem. And I don't want to be associated with the site that's got a problem, so I don't want to link to it anymore, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's that. I guess I should be doing it then. I mean, yeah, like, so, I don't want to spend a single second of my busy day I'm worrying like about their link. It's like self-identifying. Hey, I got a problem. Why are you linking to me? <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well done. Um, all right. Well, let's take a quick break. We'll come back to a few questions we have from the community. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. 
Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. <laughs> I almost giggled doing that because what you just said about uh, self-identifying. I mean, God, the, <laughs> the viral jokes that come out of that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Out of the gutter. So, first one here. This one I wrote down here. It's from Felix. You mentioned an SEO checklist for interviewing SEO companies in a recent episode. Is that something you guys would be willing to share with me? Many thanks in advance. I don't see why not. I, I'm surprised if we don't already have an article on it, though. Or at least I don't. Yeah. Hmm. I've read a few. I, don't, I can't recall if Tom had a specific checklist I would send somebody. There's a bunch of decent articles about, you know, if you're talking to an SEO company, what are some of the good questions to ask? What are some of the red flags to look for? I mean, the obvious one that everybody always mentions first is if they're guaranteeing you they're going to get you ranks, that's a huge red flag, run away. If they're not telling you the kind of work they're doing, if you say, well, what do you mean link building? What do you do? And they say, well, that's proprietary, run away, that's a huge red flag, those kind of things. There's some good articles out there. Anyway, we'll promise to put one on the uh, community forum. We'll, we'll hunt one down. What are some of the positive things when you're interviewing an SEO company if you hear that, okay, that's good, I like that? Well, one thing that I always say that I know clients like we are very focused on a long-term relationship. You know, we're not just doing this just to get their money and move on. You know, this is a job that we want to work for them into the long into the future. That doesn't mean that they're going to be paying for nothing. We explain exactly what they're going to get. And how they're how that's going to help them in over the long run, I think those just two those those two major things are hugely missed by most companies, and that's because they don't offer them. Um, so many of them just are are one hit wonders. I, mean, I don't mean everyone, obviously, but a lot of the comp- I get a lot of pissed off people who have dealt with bad SEO companies, way too many, oh, and yeah. most of the companies that get uh, being uh, pissed them off 
were doing absolutely horrific tactics or really weren't doing a good job at all, that implies they did not have any interest in keeping them long-term. They're just trying to get volume. Whereas we don't get a high volume, but we save our clients. I used to get into heated debates with one of our sales leaders. Her big phrase that she always used to use, and I would crush her on it every time she used it related to SEO, was sales velocity. She wants to increase our sales velocity. (laughs) I'm like, no, you don't. That was always fun for a good 10-minute fight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The one thing for me that I don't interview very many SEO companies, but what I do, I do interview a lot of SEO vendors, and I talk to vendors, and I talk to SEO companies. And one of the things, if I was a business and, and I was doing this, I would look for signs that they're doing things using just a formula. They're not really doing what you need done for your specific instance. They just have a formula they follow and they do the same thing for everybody. To me, that's another, you know, red flag. It might work in some cases and it, but it's going to not work in other cases. So the companies that really seem to say, okay, this is what you need, not this is what we do. The reason that ranks so many bells is just yesterday I was in a meeting with a online contractor company. Essentially, they they get a ton of business. They pull together the best of the best to do their various tasks the best they can. And they were saying that they've dealt with so many SEO companies or, or pretty much thrown them out because so many of them try to apply the same formula to everything to try and make things simple and easy and automated and That'll never work for everyone. You know, yeah, it'll work for the odd client. Well, and, you know what that does? But, you know what that does yeah. help with, though, right? Sales velocity. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's just referrals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is extremely common, and that's what I know. I am very bad at painting everything in the same brush with the same brush, but that's why I find a lot of these offshore companies are trying to hit us up with. Oh my God, they actually say their formula in their email. This is what we'll do for you. I'm like. Why would you think that fits every business? Yeah. Okay, another good one was SEMalt. You know that site? No. Oh, it's very, very common in the referrers in Google Analytics. In fact, it can just be ridiculous how many times it shows up. And it's because it's a spider that goes out and looks at competition. And for some reason, I don't know why, it's not being flagged as, as just a spider. So it's, I think it's not showing up so much now. So maybe Google got wise to it. But it was showing up all the time as referrers, and I always had to filter them out. And it was extremely annoying. Anyways, I, I looked them up, and they're, I believe they're a Russian firm. That means nothing, really, but they, I think they are. And when I decided to go and just check them out, run a, a trial account with them, because I wanted to see if I could block them. Anyway, they have a, a, the price page, and they talk about how awesome their link wheels are. <laughs> oh, dear God. I hope People. they listened to last week's show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It was just, it was horrifying. It was $99 a month for, and they said they'd get like 60% increase in, in visibility. And I'm like, oh dear. Yeah, oh yep, dear. Yep. Crazy. Anyway, it's rampant, but I have to say it's good for business in our aspect. But you know, unfortunately, it is for the people but, who have been hurt by these but, fools. But it's, but it's bad for the industry. It really very is. bad. Yeah, very bad. <sighs> yeah, I still hate going to mixers because unless they know me, or, or, you know, in the, in, if I'm in it, somewhere where I'm, I'm generally well-known, that's fine. If I'm going somewhere I'm not and, and I'm, I say I'm an SEO, oh, dear God, I always feel like I have to apologize. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is bad. Our industry name is just be it smirched. Is. 
it's, <laughs> it's not pretty sight. No, it's not. <laughs> All right. Well, next, uh, beat that to death. Okay. So next question is from Errol. You want to take this one away? Yeah. He's got a question for the show. He says more and more, he's seeing more one page websites with a menu on top. So if you click the contact us, it just scrolls to the bottom of the one page website. How does Google rank one page websites with all the info on one long page and not separate pages? This is an interesting question for a couple of reasons. You know, a couple of years ago, I would have said, oh, this is not a good thing. People do this all the time. They build these one page websites. Everybody's seen them. They're just huge long pages with a bunch of testimonials, visits, all sales, jabber, all this kind of stuff. And I said, no, that's not a good thing. Google doesn't like those. Today, there's a couple different things here that come into play that didn't exist a couple years ago. One is something that's really taken off recently in the past couple years called Parallax Design. And Parallax Design are those websites that you see as you scroll down the page, elements of content are moving, there's a background that stays static and content are moving on top of them. And there's, there's little graphs that are animated. These Parallax Design page actually interact with you based on your movement down the page or up the page. These can be one-page websites with all the content in one place. So this could be what he's talking about. I don't like the fact that they're just one page. I, if you, and on these sites, there is a navigation at the top. If you click on the, that, it'll scroll down to the piece of that page that, that's animated around that topic. I still believe whenever you're using Parallax Design that when you get to one of those sections, there still needs to be links to deep pages of the site that, that further delve into that Definitely. topic content, right? So that's important. But there's a lot of these, especially when you get to like WordPress templates, there's a ton of Parallax WordPress templates that don't do that. It turns your site into a one-page site with a link for a blog, I think that might have the where you can put multiple pages. Don't like that. It's not good. I don't think it's, I don't, the design and stuff is beautiful, but without those deeper links in that homepage to take you to other sections of content, you're missing out big time from a search perspective. Mm -hmm. Now, the other piece of this that is interesting is the other side of that. Google is starting specifically in mobile to like longer pages of content. So some of the things that you might do now where let's say you have a product page, and we've talked about this in the past, I think, but you have a product page and you have your product and your pricing and, and you have a few tabs at the bottom. One tab's a description, one might be technical specs, one might be images, one might be reviews, but you have it all tabbed right underneath it. So it's like a really nice compact place that's not the best way to go anymore. It's much better if each of those chunks of content, you know, the, the tech specs, the description, the reviews, the pictures are on that page and you can see them as you scroll down. Because two reasons. Um, one, Google has told us very specifically that nowadays any content that is not visible during the initial display, when you first load the page, if the content is not visible, it doesn't count as much. Right? It's not discounted, but it doesn't count as much. Second, the mobile aspect. Google wants everything to be mobile friendly. And those tabs are not normally mobile friendly because they require a click. Um, it might be real small. If you have all that content laid out in one page, you just scroll down the page on a mobile device and you're seeing it all. It's very simple to get to. And Google really likes that. So this this question, while it, at first blush, seemed pretty simple. No, one-page sites aren't are really good for, for search because you they're just not. Um, there's some things that make these long one page content pieces actually have some value these days. If, so, and I get a big if there though is how, yeah, right. if it doesn't take a long time to load. Very true. Very true. Very good point. You got to balance. Yeah. Cause I mean, the but, long page can mean a lot more content, a lot more bytes, a lot slower 
download time. Yeah. So that's something. But no, I, I agree. And one thing I should note here is that Mark Taylor, our awesome community moderator, dug into this question a bit and it became clear that Arrow wasn't actually saying that he found any sites ranking for this. He was just curious if they were ranking, you know, uh-huh. how would they rank? And it's true. I haven't seen a lot of them except for big brands or, you know, sites that have a lot of link collateral showing up. And I can't even remember which ones those were, but I remember seeing them at points and going kind of a bit shocked. But and, most and, of them, though, also have internal pages. So you have to keep that in mind. And you think about the fundamentals of website design, the fundamentals of SEO. This is SEO 101, right? So if you look at web pages of a site being the bricks to your house, right? You're building this, you're building this house out there on the internet. The pages are the bricks. The links between those pages are your navigate the navigation. That's like the mortar between the bricks, holding it all together, right? If you only have one page, A, you only have one brick, and B, there's absolutely no mortar, nothing to actually connect anything to anywhere. So you have a very small, weak foundation for good organic search. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Now, in the future, I see a potential reality where single-page sites could easily be done. It's just a matter of Google Google accepting them and people designing that way. See, you're just so but limited in your thinking. You're so limited in your thinking, Ross. In the future, websites are not going to have pages. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> <laughs> there will be a future where that's the case. <laughs> then what do we do? I don't know. <laughs> hey, with Magic Leap, who knows what's coming, right? I know. Uh, you know what we do? We write an article about how SEO is dead. <laughs> oh dear God, no! No more of those. Okay. So uh, we had another question, and this is the last one before we uh, end the show here. It's from <laughs> John put for Ross because yes, this was very applicable to me. And by the way, the new website is up. It was up a couple weeks ago now. I was hush about it, but Stepforth is finally revised. Good God, that was not fun. In any case, I had a big question at that time. I didn't know what to do with our uh, posts and our blog from 2001, like all the way back to 2001. I did not know what to do with them. Anyways, we tossed around the idea of removing them, just going with, say, 2010 forward. So, so, Still so, a lot of so pages. So you should I'll read, Jason, question. you okay. should read Jason's question so people I know will, what you're talking I about. Will, I will, I will. I wanted to give some history first. Anyway, his question was, I have okay. over 900 posts on my site, he says. Is there any SEO advantage to reposting old posts? Thanks. Now, yes, you're right. Does reposting mean keeping them? No, it doesn't. And there is a certain amount of question around that. Before, though, I, I answer that, I guess I just clarified everyone. I did decide to keep those posts. It wasn't easy, but I did keep the old ones. That means I've got a lot of broken links we've got to work through and clean up. But at least there's that history, and I think that does show a certain amount of authority that I didn't want to lose. And I, think now, that's a, I think that's a good decision, Ross. I really do. I agree with you on that one. Thank you. It's a pain in the butt, but <laughs> that's what I'm doing. So in terms of reposting old posts, if you mean rewriting and reposting and then like posting a new version of it and then redirecting the old post to that new post, that's a great idea. If you're talking about just posting them again without doing any rewrites or anything, there's no point to that. I don't see any point to that, John. It's like, it actually could be harmful. Because yeah. if, if you don't delete or redirect the old post, you now have duplicate content on your site. So, yeah, just reposting, no. Reworking and updating and redirecting the old to the new, that's a fantastic idea. Yeah, that is something I should be doing more of. I mean, my God, there's so many we have that we just haven't done that in ages for it. It's a bit embarrassing. But then again, there's only so much time in the day. At any rate, I think anyone out there should know that this is a fantastic idea. 
it's just worth but make, make sure it makes sense for the post though you know mm-hmm. if you're if you're if you have a post about the winner of the you know 1997 Super Bowl there's no reason to rewrite that and repost it again <laughs> not much now, now. Not our much listeners are very intelligent John <laughs> I'm just saying make sure enough has changed on the topic that you can rewrite it and there's value to the rewrite before you do it fair enough fair enough okay well if you have any questions you'd like to share with us please feel free to post them on our google plus community page easily found by searching seo 101 on google plus you can also email me via ross at stepforth.com or reach john via twitter at john carcut have a great week and remember to tune into future episodes which air at 11 a.m pacific 2 p.m eastern every wednesday on webmasterradio.fm thanks for listening everybody The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. If you've got a passion for pumpkin, you've got to get to Dunkin' and pick these up. Our new pumpkin cream cold brew. Smooth, bold cold brew topped with velvety pumpkin cream cold foam. And our delicious pumpkin spice signature latte. Rich espresso topped with whipped cream, caramel drizzle, and cinnamon sugar. And our perfectly pumpkin donuts, munchkins treats, pumpkin muffins, and more. That's how we pumpkin at Dunkin'. Pick your pumpkin at Dunkin', like our new pumpkin cream cold brew. Pumpkin spice signature latte. And our perfectly pumpkin treats. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply.